another hot one. A high 102 with zero humidity. So get those little ones in. Keep cool. And don't touch that dial. Coming up next is All My Hexes, right here on WHXT. Best of the West. Right in- I interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcast with a message for the curious, the confused, and the confounded. You are not alone. I see it too. Something isn't right in Hexed, Texas. Next week, the homecoming dance will be held on the Harvest Moon for the first time in 30 years. Details about the last home harvest and subsequent closing of the original Hex school are murky at best. While laughter in the darkness, the memoir of lone survivor Connie Barton remains banned and out of print. Locals claim this is out of respect for the dead. Or is this just another attempt to silence witnesses? Until next time, this is the Chronicler in the Shadow of the Presidio reminding you to dig deeper. The truth starts six feet under. Something dark has broken free And all of these hexes still in Texas Old Hexed is a place you shouldn't be Distant and muted, the waning moon casts its weakened light across the town of Hexed. From the fortified stone walls of the ancient Spanish Presidio to the smokestacks of turnkey refinery, everything is cast in monochrome. But down at the end of Anderson Road, across from Havelina Stadium, a small pink and teal neon light flickers in the autumn night. Skeleton Key RV, with the tagline, Rest Your Weary Bones, painted clumsily below. And in the oldest RV in the park, Charlie Larson wakes with the worst hangover of her life. Charlie? Yes? (laughs) You wake up face down (laughs) with a sort of fruity, sweet taste in your mouth, and your back aches, indicating you did not pass out on the most comfortable piece of furniture after your late night drinking with the rest of past life discoveries. Your head's splitting, and you can smell that you were likely sick somewhere in this room. (laughs) With a groan, you turn your head and you hear a squelching noise as your face peels away from the plastic covering the parlor couch. (laughs) Slowly, your eyes clear. A dozen dead, painted, porcelain eyes bore into you. Surely not all the dolls were facing this way when you left, (laughs) you think. A knot of nausea and anxiety rises in your stomach as you turn your head towards the terrifying doll with your face. She lies slumped over, dangling limply off the shelf. The trap door to the well is wide open. Oh, wow. I hate that. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. What? It, it's dark-ish? It is still, dark. Like, it is dark. As in, it's still the same night? Or... Uh... I, you would assume so. Fair. I think it's one of those things where you wake up and you see something and the, like then you're awake. Like that's mm-hmm. it. 
and there's there's no going back to sleep. And probably the pain of pulling his skin from vinyl is, <laughs> is uh, also helping with that. But as soon as she sees, and it's like a horror movie, I could just see the like camera pan, mm-hmm. like dead mm-hmm. doll eyes. That doll's moved. Oh no, that's the trapdoor doll. Like gaping black hole in the... Where's the Nordic track out of curiosity? The Nordic track has been pushed off to the side. Oh. Uh, okay. So Charlie's going to make sure she has her cell phone and go back to the model RV. Okay, your cell phone is dead. <laughs> oh, I'm so irresponsible. Then I go to Ochoa's trailer. Okay. You're just going to book it right yeah, out? You're not going to yes. investigate anything? I'm not going to plug in your phone. No, I don't think she's got the... No. Okay. <laughs> Are you wearing pants? Great question. <laughs> I wish I had percentile dice. <laughs> probably pants? Probably pants. <laughs> okay. So you open the door to your RV and you actually trip over a large pile of packages. And you see that it looks like every Amazon thing that you had ordered that was supposed to arrive within the next two weeks is right there on your doorstep. Yeah, so I think if she can, like, recover slightly and wade through the boxes. Okay. And just keep going, I think. So you head over to Ochoa's trailer. Uh, There is no such pile up of stuff out in front of his door. And you bang on the door repeatedly. Oh, yeah. Frantic. And nobody answers. Oh, it would be super rude to use her key. <laughs> kind of, I kind of want to use her key. <laughs> um, I guess she probably would have grabbed... Well, no, I think she has to go back for her keys. Okay. Yeah. So you go back, you grab your keys, yeah. and you're fumbling with the giant key ring, and you go up to Ochos's, uh lock, and you go to open the door. Yes. And... You see that he is passed out asleep on his bed. Oh, good. That's the most delicate way to, to wake up somebody. Uh, I think it's just one of those like very like brusque shoulder like. Bleh. Okay. Yeah. So Ochos, you are shaken awake by Charlie. And as you rub your eyes, you kind of kind of wince at the pain in your head. And you're quite sure that you had about four margaritas too many last night after your encounter with the donkey lady and you see that standing over you is charlie okay so oh just rolls over really fast and <laughs> Mama, <¿qué pasó? laughs> hey, charlie oh what what is oh just going on oh just the the well is open i don't know uh hmm. yeah like i woke up and all the dolls were looking at me and then the the trap door was open and the well is open and I don't know how it happened. I don't remember if it was like that when I got home, but uh, it's open. And then also I got a lot of packages. It's just really strange, but I don't think it's related. Charlie, are you still drunk? No, mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Were you dreaming? Uh, no, because I went back to get my keys and it was still like that. So I don't think, um, I think it's, do you think someone came out or went in? Uh, you know what? Either way is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, you have guns, right? I I do, but uh, does does it look like there was a forced entry into your place? I didn't get that far, to be honest. Okay. Mostly just the panicking. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, 
Ochos is going to sit up in bed and kind of rub the sleep out of his eyes. And he's going to look to see what time is it. He's looking at his clock. What time is it? It's about five o'clock in the morning. Five in the morning. Okay. So he's feeling pretty hungover and he's going to reach for his makwa wheat, which is sitting there propped up against the wall. And he's going to say, okay, Charlie, let's, let's go check this out. Stay behind me. So let's, let's talk about the makwa wheat sure. real quick. Describe it for me. So the makwa wheat is an ancient Aztec weapon. It's basically a glorified club slash sword. It's a double-edged weapon. It looks like a large, wide paddle. It's probably about, about three feet long. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has very sharp obsidian blades that have been fixed into the two long edges. Okay. But they also wrap around the tip of the of the club itself to make a crude point. These things are razor sharp. And it's really designed to do a lot of damage, a lot of sawing damage after it hits and you mm-hmm. pull away. It's designed to rip. It's a pretty brutal weapon. Okay. It doesn't have a sheath like a regular sword, right? No, no. Yeah, this is something you carry, carry loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you notice that even though you meticulously take care of your weapon, there is blood, dried blood on some of the obsidian blades on your makwa wheat. He does your cell phone work? Mine's dead. Oh, let me check. He usually has his cell phone plugged into a charger next to his nightstand. Okay. Your cell phone is operational. It's been plugged in. You see that you have 23 missed calls, most of which are from Jimmy. <laughs> oh, how how uh, recently <laughs> can we see any... Uh, of the time date stamping on these yeah, things? Yeah, what's, what's today's date? <laughs> this is how I die. So, <laughs> oh, you was, has, yeah, I didn't, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even think you were in trouble. I just was, like thought you were needy. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so when you look at the dates, you see that they're indicating that, you know, you got two today. You got uh, three yesterday. And then as you go back further and further, you see that it's been actually a full week since the date when you fought the donkey lady under the bridge. Oh, wow. Charlie and I must be reeking. Yes. Interestingly, <laughs> neither of you do. Oh, I mean, I smell a little bit like vomit and margaritas. but <laughs> Well, your room smells like vomit oh, and I margaritas. Oh, I keep it off myself. But <laughs> you do not. And okay. we don't exhibit any signs of Malnutrition, malnutrition or nope. dehydration or being out for because we, we couldn't survive that if we had been out. Yeah. Does Charlie shave her legs? <laughs> How are they looking? <laughs> Probably pretty fuzzy, I guess. I don't know, really know what the logic of this particular <laughs> mythos is going to be. <laughs> well, obviously, tiny gremlins came in yeah. and gave you water and <laughs> shaved her legs. Oh, yeah. just has a full beard. <laughs> okay. So the moment that Ocho sees this on his phone, he's going to say, uh, Charlie, come come take a look at this. What this can't be right. Uh, it's telling us that a week has passed, and I've got all these messages from Jimmy and for days. This can't be right. Somebody's been messing with my phone. Hmm. What does your phone say? It's dead. I don't. I don't know. Um, I can plug it in, or do you have one of those battery packs or something? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's an iPhone. Yeah, I've sure. I've, <laughs> I've got it here. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll bring it, but uh, Ochas would have a maybe a laptop in his trailer someplace. Sure. For work. 
By the way, this this week's episode is hopefully <laughs> sponsored by iPhone. <laughs> the phone for all time travel shenanigans. <laughs> the, yes, the phone for all of your time travel shenanigans. So yes, you do have a laptop somewhere. Can he, uh, he, he would immediately pop the thing open and look at the date on that, which is synced to you know, some national time registry. Yep. Oh, Charlie's going to look in the fridge. Sorry. <laughs> okay. The laptop shows the exact same date as your phone. Oh, man. You have lost a week. Is the food in the fridge bad? No. Hmm. Is it one of those things where your laptop and your phone are synced up? So if someone changes the date on one, it changes the date on... No, not at all. Actually, the phone and the laptop pull their time data from an outside server. So this is... We have lost a week. How is that even possible? Oh, I, I do not know, but it seems in this town just about anything is possible. Um... Okay, well, do we think that has anything to do with the well? Uh, I, I have no idea, Charlie, to be honest. Well, I hate myself right now, but we should go look at the well. Tell you what, before we do that, let me check a couple of these messages from Jimmy to make sure he is okay, and oh, maybe no, that yeah, gives that's... us a clue as to where he is. Yeah, that sounds good. Actually, you can if you could call Lenore, too, that would be cool. So you go to check your messages, mm-hmm. and Jimmy, what do the messages say? You haven't heard from these fools for a week. <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Ochoa. Um, I see you weren't at the Capoeira class tonight. Just uh, wondering if everything's okay. Uh, kind of got my ass beat, but uh, maybe you could give me some pointers later. Um, you know, things were a little hairy with that horse donkey lady sort of thing. So just uh, give me a call so you're alive or something. Uh, talk to you later. Boop. Hey, Ochoa. Um. <laughs> I don't know where you're at, friend, but it's kind of freaking me the hell out here. Um, I tried going by your place, but uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, if you could give me a call back, that'd be that'd be real swell. Okay, okay, bye. Boop. Oh, Joe, what's going on, man? I haven't seen you in days. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of freaking out here. My mom's got me doing all this dumb shit around everywhere because she can't trust me, and she took away my phone. And uh, I've just been locked away. This like I, I, I'm calling. No, I, I'm calling. Ma, I don't have my phone on me. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye, bye, Joe. Bye. <laughs> so that's your messages. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, Jimmy's okay, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess okay is subjective. I've I haven't met his mom yet, but I'm... you've heard. Her. I've heard her. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Charlie, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, perhaps we should try Lenore. It's a little early, but we, we should give her a call. Yeah. So you call Lenore and the phone goes instantly to voicemail. Okay. Okay. So here's a weird. So the last thing we did was um, margaritas and steaks and, oh yeah. Did we not go into a magic shop and get stuff? Was that, did I dream that? Mm, yeah, we did that. I, I, it was not a dream. Okay, but Jimmy wasn't there, but Lenore was, so maybe she's asleep? It could be. What are they putting those margaritas? I, I do not know, but uh, I don't think it was the margaritas. This is something powerful is going on here. We've lost time. Would you guys like to maybe investigate a mystery, either Ooh. here in Ocho's trailer, or yeah. do you want to go over to her trailer and investigate a mystery? Let me know which one we're doing. Can we do both? 
Well, you can start with one and then we can go yeah, to the I other. Was gonna How say, would you if, like to do it? Nav, if you want to roll for your trailer and I'll roll for mine. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a plan. When we get over there. That sounds like a good plan. So here we go. I'm going to go ahead and try to investigate a mystery in my own trailer. Okay. All right, so six. That's a six. Uh, plus one gets us to a seven. I so can. Oh, just it won't matter inside. If I yeah, that's good. Okay, so on investigating mystery on a seven to nine, you get to hold one. You can spend it to ask me one of the following questions: What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? Or what is being concealed here? One question: What is being concealed here? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. As you're going through your stuff, you see that very large book that you got just before you guys went to confront the donkey lady. And you see that it has uh, been opened on your desk and someone has either someone has written in it. Additionally, I mean, that means that somebody was in your trailer. Mm -hmm. A person came into your trailer and wrote something into your book. And it says, in Spanish, strike down the feeding beasts at the dance. Okay. So Ochos will read this and he'll translate it for Charlie. And real quick, Mm -hmm. make your roll that you make at the beginning of every single thing. Oh, yeah. See if it says anything else. That's an eight. Okay. So what does it say on your... This is the role for the very, very beginning. This is at the beginning of each mystery. All right. On a seven to nine, you get a mission associated with the mystery. And if you do it, you'll get some info or help too. Okay. That's, you got it. You don't get any pluses on that? Is it a straight Mm. roll? Straight roll, I think. Just a straight roll. Yep. Good. Uh, I'm sorry. Plus charm. It's just plus one. So it's still still in the seven to nine nine. range. Yeah. So yeah, those are the instructions you are given. Okay. In completion. Can you repeat it one more time? Absolutely. Strike down the feeding beasts at the dance. Do we have any like knowledge of like a town event coming up or, you know, harvest days or? Well, Jimmy's party would have already happened. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy's party is already over. That's the only real event in town. I mean, that's, yeah, that's kind of all that matters. I would say that based you know what? Why don't we? Why don't you roll me something for that, Charlie? Because okay. you may have noticed something. So let's do. Uh, if you want, I was thinking about maybe using oops in the trailer instead. So if you want to do an investigate roll for Charlie, I don't know if it's the equivalent yeah, of like a history do, check. Actually, if you could use oops here, I think that that would make okay. more sense than a than actual yeah, roll. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oops. Thank you. Oops. So you stumble across something important. Yes. So. Are you going to share this with her, first of all? Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I, as what I was saying, I'd like to translate this for Charlie and just tell her that this is completely strange. This is unusual. So you remember seeing, because the trailer park is right across from the stadium for mm. the school, you remember that the homecoming dance is coming up. Oh, so yeah, it's homecoming soon. Do you think it's that dance? It sounds very likely. It sounds like we've just been given a warning of an impending disaster. Yep. Um, that last one ended up being a real piece of cake, so this one should be, uh, yeah, okay. So, should we go to Lenore's first, or should we look at the well first? Uh, no, let's go check out your trailer. Okay. We're here. So, you two make your way, Ochos and Charlie, you make your way over to your trailer. Mm-hmm. You see that there's 
whole pile of packages that have been kind of knocked every which way as Charlie tumbled out her front door. You make your way in. You see that it is exactly as she described. All of the doll heads are facing the entrance to the room in the parlor. The doll that has her face that is used as the trigger for the well is lying slumped over, barely hanging off of the edge of the shelf. And the door to the well is wide open. Charlie, do you have any lights, flashlights? Usually I just use my phone. Let me look. Yes? Yes. Probably. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? You're in the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you find a flashlight. She gets her baseball bat too. And your baseball bat. And you all make your way over to the well. You see that there doesn't appear to be any movement as you shine the light down. You can see the bottom 30 feet down. This would be an investigative mystery opportunity, I think. <laughs> if you would like to or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Investigative mystery. Seven. Sharp. So eight. Eight. All right. So you get to ask one question, which again, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? Or what is being concealed here? Oh, that's what I was thinking about. Read a bad situation. Uh, it doesn't. It's okay. You could do read a bad situation instead if you would yeah, like. Yeah, because I want to do, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? <laughs> Absolutely. So this qualifies as a dangerous situation? That's Maybe. A, yeah, it's... Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty spooky, right? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so... Are there any dangers you haven't noticed? Yeah. As you look down with your flashlight, the first thing that you see is that there is blood splatter on the actual floor of the well. Like a lot of blood or? A decent amount. It it appears to be dry. It's not reflecting the light back up at you. Okay. That's something. (laughs) So it's dark. Yeah. And dry. Is the skeleton still there? It is. That's what I wanted to At least half of it. Yeah. And this blood was clearly not there when Lenore went down earlier. and Clearly not. Okay. So it's, it's fresh. Ish. Ish. Okay. It's within the last week or so, I think you could safely say. Okay. And we can't see the door. No. From you the, would have to go yeah, down. I have to go down. So uh, I'm not super experienced with bloody wells and time travel. So I don't really know what the best practice would be here. Okay, so investigating a mystery is, we, we just did a... Do you want to go down in the well? And do I that? think you would have to go down if you want to get yeah, anything okay. more than that. Okay. Osho's instinct is to go down there yeah, and I check think... it out. We've already tried Lenore. I think Charlie is now concerned that Lenore is actually injured because she didn't pick up. Yeah, and... Uh, you haven't called Jimmy back yet. Haven't called Jimmy. It's five <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And his mom has his phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. We do know that. Yeah. That, that would be an amazing conversation. I'm ready. Jimmy's mom is locked and looted. Let's do it. <laughs> Ochos is, is not entirely sure that Jimmy would be a, a lot of help at the moment. Mm. Not to be too meta, but yeah. we do have other people that we know yep. that you True. can contact to either check up on Lenore or might be able to give you some kind of breakdown on what's happening if it's affected the rest of the town. Mm-hmm. Um. If Ocho's checked the date on his laptop, he knows what day it is. Is it midweek? Is it weekend? Uh, because- it is exactly one week from the the night that you faced off against the donkey lady, which Saturday was a Saturday again. night. A Saturday. So it is Saturday. Yeah. Would Ocho's know if Lenore is normally um, 
does she is she on duty at this time on Saturdays? In other words, he's thinking, is there somebody he could call at her work to see if she's reported in? I mean, you could just call 911 uh-huh. and see if she yeah, answers. Okay, and that's right. She's She is the 911. Let's do that. Okay. Let's try 911 real So you quick. dial 911. Mm-hmm. Menard County Dispatch. This is Robert. Please state the nature of your emergency. Fire, EMS, police. Uh, hello, Robert. Uh, we're looking for a potentially missing person. This is Alejandro Ochoa. Uh, we are looking for Lenore Atchison. Is she... Uh, she normally works the dispatch for 911. Is she, is she reported into work today? Uh, you are calling a emergency line, sir. This is not check up on your friend. Robert, Lenore normally answers the 911 calls. You would know her. Where are you calling from? We are at the trailer park. What, what trailer park? You're in Menard County. There are like several trailer parks, sir. Could you please clarify? <laughs> uh, Charlie, what is the name of the trailer park? It's called the Skeleton Key. The skeleton You've lived key. here for like eight months. Oh, so <laughs> so you're over in Hext. Hext is forwarding all of their calls to Menard County. I assume that their dispatcher is either busy or on vacation. Maybe called in sick. I don't know. Usually when they're overwhelmed, they send it to us. Understood. Robert, thank you so much. I, I appreciate Please, the information. Please, sir, do not utilize an emergency line in this manner again, or you will have the police showing up and charging you for wasting my time. Click. <laughs> He's all guff. I call them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, not Lenore then. Hmm. This is genuinely, I don't know if we should like go get her Let's or go, go into the, the well. well. Let's mm-hmm. go down the well. Charlie for sure does not want to go down the well. Me as a player wants dolls, to go down the well. The dolls start saying, let's go down the well. Oh, that's good. No, no. Oh, oh I've never seen a trailer on fire before. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's so make this happen. No, you guys do what you want. Right. But, you know, what would your characters do? Like, Charlie obviously like didn't go down the well when there wasn't blood. So, <laughs> yes. what would Ocho's do? Okay, so we have to picture this. Ochos is standing here in, like, you know, his T-shirt and his boxers, carrying his makwa wheat. Uh-huh. Now, and, now who's not wearing the pants? <laughs> yeah. We're not, you know, loaded for bear here at all. And uh, it's the middle of the night. He's starting to really worry about Lenore. And his instincts are to go down the well and make sure that she's not down there trapped. Mm, fair. Okay, maybe so you already took care of whatever was down there. Uh, sure, it's true. There's blood on the your... Lenore. Yeah, he I mean, already he, took he's, care he's, of her. Oh my god! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> plot, plot twist! Bye, everyone. I mean, he he hasn't forgotten the blood on on his weapon, mm. and so he knows that something happened here, and he's hoping that he didn't get framed. So he's gonna tell Charlie, Charlie, I'm going to go check it out. I need you to stay up here. Okay. I need you to keep talking to me. Okay. No, I can do that. Can That's, you do that for me? I think so. Yeah. Very good. If anything happens, if you hear anything at all, or if I do not return, you need to get out and you need to call the police. Okay. But stay with me. I'm just going to take a quick look and make sure that none of our friends are down there. All right. So you make your way down the ladder. Mm-hmm. And as you reach the bottom, I assume you're taking the flashlight. I was going to say, yes. I'd give him the Got flashlight. Got the flashlight. Yeah. Okay. So as you reach the bottom, um, I think Charlie would have turned the lights on maybe by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's not like in the dark <laughs> alone yeah. with the dolls. <laughs> yeah, let's decreepify that a bit. Yeah. 
as you make your way to the bottom, you see this blood splattery, and it is very old. And you look down the hallway, and you see the door that Lenore had taken pictures of previously. Mm-hmm. Why don't you investigate a mystery? Sure. Plus one sharp. Here we go. It's a seven again. Hey. Okay. So you get to ask me one question. Yeah, let's ask the, the basic one this time, which is what happened here? As you're looking around, you see a distinct difference between the pictures that Lenore showed you and what you see right now, other than the blood. And that difference is that the padlock, which was on the outside, the lock that was on the outside of the door, has very clearly been pried off. And you can see that there's scraping where a door handle should be that looks like it was caused by some kind of crowbar. So what happened here is somebody tried to break into this door. Tried or succeeded? Yeah. The door itself is not open. Is the padlock The padlock is gone. Oh, it's gone. gone. Like it's ripped off the wall, kind of dangling and hanging from the, the side of the wall. But you can definitely see that they tried to open it. The door itself is closed still. So whether they got inside or not, it looks like they tried to use a crowbar to pry it open. There is no door handle. I was thinking about giving the skeleton a name and maybe making him the mascot. And uh, just, you know, maybe I could charge people like a little bit of money to come see him. Is that rude? Do you think? No, it's a good (laughs) idea, Charlie. Keep talking. Is there any sign of any on the floor? Anything look like footprints or uh, scratches in the floor, dust or dirt being moved, anything like that? There's definitely some some movement in the dust. Something that could possibly indicate a struggle, but it could also have been just, you know, you're not sure how much Lenore moved around down here. But the footprints do go all the way to the door and come back. I was trying to think of a cool name, but all that's coming right now is Herbert. I can't get it out of my head. I don't know why. I think it's probably the panic. Yeah. Probably the panic. <laughs> Do you like Herbert's a good name for a skeleton? <laughs> it is a lovely name. Pochos <laughs> is going to uh, use his phone and snap a couple of photos of the uh, padlocked door and the blood on the floor as well. And uh, he's going to approach the door and he's going to listen at the door. Some D&D shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you as you place your head up against the door and your ear touches the actual door itself, you feel this almost like a vibration or uh, like a hum and you are incapable of actually putting your head against the wood of the door. Like a, it repulses? Mm-hmm. Like a magnet or... Or is it like just shaking so much that there's no like, like when a magnet, two poles of a magnet are near each other, like and they just won't. Yeah, they won't go near each other. You huh. cannot physically put your ear against that door. Wow, weird. Yeah, interesting. Um, how how does it go in? Everything seems to be fine. the The padlock is broken down here, uh, but the door is still closed. No sign of Lenore or anybody. Huh. Herbert. <laughs> uh, so someone broke in maybe and then went down the well and then tried to break in there and gave up and left, maybe? And cut themselves. Yeah, cut themselves pretty bad, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Had a horrible nosebleed, who knows? Don't know it. 
Or somebody released something from this door and it killed them. Really, really wish you had. <laughs> that was, I was trying to not think about that. But, I mean, here we are. Uh, I can't keep naming all these monsters. I'm going to get attached. Do you want to come back up? Or <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do next. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, he's going to go back over to the, uh, to the stairwell and he's going to look up and he's going to say, uh, Charlie. Yeah. You feeling brave enough to come down? Uh, sure. Just be careful. I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm taking her bat. All right. Mm-hmm. So you make your way down. No problem. It's the first time you've been down in the well. It's nice. It's it's an interesting basement, you know, for an Arfi. And uh, as you look around, you see that hanging from down the hallway where the mm-hmm. large wooden door, antique looking wooden door is, it are various herbs and even some dried fruit. And as you look down the hallway where Ochos is standing. <laughs> wow, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you feel less afraid. Oh. Aw. Thought you are going to be like hot breath on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> A claw sink into your gut. No. Uh, huh. Um, you know, it's not, um, it's not as bad as I thought it would be down here. Well, I'm glad you think so. It is quite lovely. Yeah. Uh, come over here with me. He's going to walk her over to the door. Yeah. He's going to ask her. Just get close to it, not too close. And I'm right behind her. I'm right, I'm right next to her. Do you feel anything at all? Do I feel anything at all? I mean, she's a little moist and drafty, but... She nothing. can touch the door? I don't know. Are you going to touch oh, the door? Oh, yeah. She's going to put her hand out. Okay. Yeah. So you reach out. Your hand touches the door. And the moment that your hand hits the door, you see that all of these various symbols and wards and whatever that have been carved into the door all for one moment sort of almost they light up but like in a bioluminescent sort of <laughs> glow okay you hear a click and the door swings open so now let's cut to lenore <laughs> <laughs> oh there we go that's the cut <laughs> that's the scene change yep okay okay Hey folks, Rockin' Ricky Luttrell here. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes on WHXT. Want to hear more? You know you do. Check them out on social media and Patreon at Hexed Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email hexpodcast at gmail.com. All My Hexes is recorded live at Nightwatch Games, San Antonio's premier gamma award-winning game and hobby store. And folks, from the moment you walk in the door, you'll see this is no ordinary gaming store. Nightwatch is beautifully designed to resemble a medieval banquet hall. You'll see exposed wood beams on the ceilings, hand-carved shelves, armor and banners on the walls, and there's tons of gaming space on the main floor, with a huge library stocked with all the hottest games for you to try out for free. Nightwatch also has private rooms, including a Death Star-themed room for you sci-fi fans, Loaded with the latest tech, lighting, sound effects, and terrain to take your RPG or tabletop game to a whole other level. So if you're looking for a new game to add to your collection, or you're shopping for your next Ren Fair costume, or you're just looking for a group of players for your favorite game, check out Nightwatch Games, where adventure awaits. Lenore. Yeah. <laughs> you wake up to the sound of banging on your front door and an unmistakable voice. Yelling your name. God, it's too early for this. Lenore! 
Look, I know you're on vacation, but you need to open the door. Come on. I know you wake up early. It's me. It's Aaron. I'm not a psycho killer. Open the door. You ever thought I might be the psycho killer, Aaron? Oh, see, I knew you weren't sick. <laughs> Come on, open Very. the door. <laughs> Come on, my shift's about to start. I need to talk to you before I go to work. God damn it. All right. She's going to pull on her, her floofy pink dressing gown. And her bunny slippers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lenore has layers. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she's going to walk across the creaking floors to her front door. She's going to open the, the door, but leave the screen door locked. Okay. Oh, good. I'm so... Damn, Lenore, what the hell are you wearing? Not one word. Okay, fine. I don't judge anybody on their fashion choices. I'm just saying, like, you know. Anyway. So, um... I heard about how the sheriff's department is having that hog hunt and I want you to invite me. I've been trying to get a hold of you for like a week and you haven't answered your phone. We go out, we have drinks, we see some, we see you kill like some donkey woman with like burns and stuff. And then, and then nothing. You ghosted me, Lenore. Boo. Come on. You got to get me invited to this hog hunt. They wouldn't invite me. I told you the sheriff was going to have one. Has Lenore really been on vacation? Nope. The last that you remember, you were stumbling out into the street from Delilah's shop after being handed a rather creepy, tiny mannequin in a box. So this is, is this the first I'm hearing about the hog hunt? Okay. So I, know, I know we discussed it a little bit when we went to the station, but I... Well, he had said the that, fact that he that actually blames, one planned and everything. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Aaron had told you that they always, like the sheriff blames everything on hogs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that he was blaming the attack on the kid's car on hogs and yeah. there'd probably be a hog hunt. Right. But so now, now there's a hog hunt. Would you say there's 30 to 50 wild hogs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're coming for our children. Within five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is it, it won't be relevant by the time this comes out. Oh, yes. Oh. Very extremely timely references we're doing. Uh, yeah. Super good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> yes. That was really good. <laughs> I was. You um, did not take a vacation. Yep. You yep. did not know about a hog hunt. Nope. And Aaron says that he's been trying to get hold of you for a week. You just saw him last night. Mm -hmm. Look, Aaron, I'll see what I can do. Uh, you know what? Why don't I give you a call after I've had my coffee and we can talk about this hog hunt then, okay? Well, all right. I'm Lenore, not feeling real great, and I have to go <laughs> eat <laughs> oatmeal. <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. Oh, Slam. Slam. Oh. All right. Bye, Lenore. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, yeah. Answer your phone. You. You hear, you hear the truck start up <laughs> and drive away. You. So, <laughs> you want to look around your house? Um. Do I have any mm. dots yet? Do you remember that one? It's at the yeah. beginning of each mystery. You look for wider patterns. Yeah. Um, I don't. Why don't you investigate and get closer to your mic? Well, I um, figured that was going to be cut. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, it's okay. fine. Just, um, just why don't an eye you, <laughs> why don't you uh, investigate a mystery first? Okay. And then I think it would be more useful afterwards. All right. Yeah. Lenore's not going to. Reveal a possible weakness 
until she has to. So she's going to try to do some investigating on her own before letting Aaron in on the fact that she's lost. Booyah. Amen. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Double sixes plus sharp, which makes it a 14. Holy beans. Nice. I get to ask you any question I want, (laughs) not just the listed ones. Yep. Sweet. (laughs) Okay. Wait, jabbers. It would be useful if Lenore had any sort of guidelines as to what the right question might be. Who's the BBEG? Don't. Uh. What is the best way I can keep people from being hurt by whatever is going on right now? Hmm. The best way to keep people from getting hurt by what is going on right now is to discover what really happened during the entire week that you lost. So I'm going to say that you're able to very quickly deduce that you have lost a week of time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as you're scanning around your your house, there's a there's a lot of questions that pop into your brain over and over, like just rapid fire. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, how did I survive this entire week? Why don't I stink? How am I not extremely thirsty? Why has nobody called me for my work? And when you glance at your phone, you see that there was one text message that was sent out from your phone that said, very, very sick sheriff to the sheriff directly mm-hmm. will not be in. For one week. And in that moment, you realize that somebody has been in your house and somebody has used your phone. And as you glance over to your spare room, you see that the five or six locks that you already have on that spare room, Mm -hmm. one of them has been locked incorrectly. And you see that the piece of string that you usually keep in front of that door to indicate whether or not the door has opened outward Mm -hmm. is lying discarded on the ground. And in that moment, you realize. That whatever has happened during this last week, you have to figure out what it was, what happened, and where that thing went, if it isn't here, to protect as many people as possible. Now I would like to connect the dots, because there are all kinds of stories that abound about losing time. Mm -hmm. Whether you look at it from like a, a mystical standpoint where you go off into some other world, or alien abduction, or whatever. I want to see if I can figure out if the current events have any sort of parallel in any of the strange doings I've heard about in Hexed. Any of the calls I've taken, any of the newspaper articles I've clipped, any of the stuff I've read on the web that I thought might actually be legitimate. Okay. You remember... Oh, yeah. Roll for it, please. Or you could just tell me whatever it is. Go ahead. Roll. Okay. Roll that beautiful bean footage. There we go. Once per session. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. I think we were actually really well restrained on the first hunt. I don't I think, think we so. made that joke not even one time. Booyah. Oh, oh. Are you kidding me? Are you? Well, it's not a double six, guys, but oh. it is a 13. So a six and a five, 11. Okay. So 10 plus, I hold three, and I spend <laughs> my hold during the mystery Oh, to ask the keeper any one of the following questions. Is this person connected to current events more than they're saying? When and where will the next critical event occur? What does the monster want from this person? Is this connected to previous mysteries we've investigated? And how does this mystery connect to the bigger picture? Okay. Do you want to ask one of those questions now? Or would you Um, like to save them until you have more information? I'm going to save two of them. Okay. I really would like to know if it's connected to previous mysteries that Lenore has investigated. 
Okay. When you have listened to your favorite local podcast, The Chronicler, in the shadow of the Presidio, you remember them doing a special on the alien sightings in the 1940s. And later in the late 1940s, there were reports of people who had been gone for anywhere from a week to a month coming back and complaining of lost time. No further information about it was found. Mm -hmm. Almost suspiciously so. Like there was an article in the paper and then all discussion about it stopped. There was no follow-up articles. The people who had complained recanted their stories. And this in and of itself was suspicious. Mm. I'll give you that. Okay. And like there's no indication that say there were some more permanent disappearances that were linked to it. There have been permanent disappearances that have happened in Hex. Oh yeah. But not linked to the individuals who reported right. lost time. Okay. What time of year? Anything significant? Generally in the fall. So it was more than when one it year? happened. Yeah. It okay. happened three consecutive years in the fall. And it just stopped. And after that last fall, there's no other mention. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the article was only done once, which was after the third year. Gotcha. Lenore's going to call Ochos. That's the first thing she's going to do. Okay. I don't have any other missed calls on my phone, right? Well, Aaron, I think. Other yeah, you than, have Aaron. Other than Aaron. Yeah. I don't know if Jimmy would. I don't think Jimmy would have called you. <laughs> right. But for example, the um, call that he just put in, mm-hmm. do I have that on my phone? When we called her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is on your phone. You also have missed calls from Monica for that entire week. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Probably really weird that you don't have any calls from Charlie. It is. It is really weird. <laughs> so I guess probably I'm going to try to multitask here. And I'm probably I'm going to text while the phone is ringing waiting for Ochoa to pick up. I'll send a text to Charlie. Okay. Hey, you okay? So you Question call? Question mark. So you call Ochoa, his phone rings, and we're going to cut to Jimmy. So. (laughs) Oh, boy. Jimmy, you hear your phone ring. The downstairs. 5 a.m. And you had snuck your phone into your room last night so that you could play whatever game it is that you play online. And it's been almost a week since you last saw anybody from Past Life Discoveries. You've had no phone calls, no texts, not even from Delilah. Ooh. The phone number that uh, is calling you, you don't recognize the number. Would you like to pick it up? Oh, boy. Uh, Jimmy's going to let it ring for a bit. Okay. And he's finally just going to slide it and answer. Uh, Hello? Well, hello, young Mr. Bagley. I'm sorry to call you at such an early hour, but school is about to start. And as you know, I require promptness. This is, of course, Principal Doulard. I was calling to see if you would be interested. You've been recommended to me by a a local, well, the local sponsor of our current dance. Uh, I'm sure that you know Mr. Angel Herrera. He said that you might be interested in being the master of ceremonies. And since you have a certain amount of, I'd say, local notoriety, and your mother says you're not doing anything, I wanted to see if you'd be interested. Sir, respectfully, it is 5 a.m. 
And I'm 19. <laughs> the early bird gets the worm, Mr. Bagley, as I told you many times. And the second mouse gets the cheese. I do not believe I am familiar with that adage. Now, can we count on you this next upcoming Saturday for emceeing the homecoming dance? You will also, of course, get to be at the game and toss the coin. Yippee. Oh. Watch that little shit quarterback. I mean, the our new up and coming star, whatever. Um, fine. If my mom's already volunteered me for it, I guess I I, I might as well show up, or else I'm going to get in more trouble. Well, I wouldn't say she volunteered you, but she did say that you are literally doing nothing with your life, <sighs> and that anything that could motivate you to perhaps. What was it that she said, get the lead out, would be appreciated. So, can I count on you? We'll see you Wednesday night. We're going to have a uh, sort of walkthrough, just to make sure that you, you know, flip the coin appropriately. Can, can, can we, uh, yeah, let's just talk about this on Wednesday, because I'm not. Excellent. I'll oh, write God. your name in. That uh, is finished there. Excellent. Excellent. All right. I hope you have an excellent day, Mr. Bagley. And I hope you find direction in your life. Uh, sir, respectful. Um, are, are you standing up right now or are you seated? <laughs> well, I'm driving in my car, Mr. Bagley, uh, on my way bright and early to start the day at the school. I always like to run around the track before I go in and finish up any paperwork that might need done. Also, to make sure the janitorial services have been accomplished to my satisfaction. This man is a robot. Sir, <laughs> Sir it's Saturday. This man eats I people. I fully realize that, Mr. Bagley. I'm glad that you do as well. It's 5 a.m. <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> There's no better time to go for a run than early in the morning. Perhaps you would care to join me. No, your no, mother uh, has said that you have fallen behind <laughs> in your physical fitness during this episode <laughs> where you are doing nothing with your life. This is actually the scariest thing we've ever <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the offer, but I need my rest. It's been... Your of, body is a temple, uh, Mr. Bagley. <laughs> Well, apparently that means I need to go decorate it, so I'm going to need to make sure it's in tip-top shape by sleeping. Thank you so much, sir. Good night. <laughs> I don't think I would have been able to use Jinx through the phone, but I really, <laughs> I real really wanted trying. to pants him oh. in that moment. Oh, hey, just a quick clarification. Yes. If I gathered correctly, Wednesday is when they want to do, uh, you said like a run-through kind of thing? Uh -huh. A dress rehearsal. For the dance. But there's also a game. Yeah, most homecomings usually have a game beforehand. Okay. Uh, um, usually the Friday before. Yes. And then on Saturday, they do the dance. That's what I was going to say, that if it's a football game, it's going to happen on Friday. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, just so want to make sure. So they're going to do, do the rehearsal. Mm -hmm. And mainly, it's so that Jimmy doesn't go in and F anything up. Yep. Because he does have a bit of a reputation. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably have to go sneak my phone back down before they realize it's missing okay all right so you take your phone downstairs and you see it that it rings again and 
<laughs> like going back. You upstairs. look at the phone and you see that Ochos is calling you. Wait, what? Son of a. <gasps> Goes up, like slides under his bed and uh, <laughs> uh, slides his phone. I was like, oh, just what the hell? Where the hell have you been? I've been trying to get in touch with you for like seven days now. What the hell has been going on? What? what are, are you alive? Do you have all your limbs? What the, what the hell? You got my ass kicked in capoeira. What? Come on, man. What, what's, what's going on? So you, when you finally are quiet enough to talk, <laughs> you realize that you've been butt dialed. And you hear yeah. from up above. Oh, no. So do you think that I should name the skeleton Herbert? What <laughs> <laughs> is still really Irish. <laughs> Shut up. And They're both a pale northern <laughs> people. I don't know. I don't Practically know. the same. There are many reasons why I hate no, that accent. <laughs> <laughs> the main one is I can't do it. Name <laughs> it Herbert. Please um, keep trying. Yes. So, Always. So you hear, you hear her asking that, and then you hear this Herbert. sort of like, you hear Ocho say, you know, do you feel brave enough to come down into the well? And you realize that shit's going down over at Charlie's trailer without you. Some bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's going to throw on a robe just with his, like, just the t-shirt, boxer, sort of deal, flippers. happens in everyone's underwear. <laughs> yeah. Everybody like wears slippers the yeah. entire yeah. first episode. I love it. Okay. He's going to do that, and he's going to run outside. And then he's going to run back in and daintily place his phone back in the wherever it's Ooh, Place it back be. in the no-no box? Or- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, and, and he's going to remember like put like that little weird old dust bunny in that particular corner because <laughs> yeah. he learned last time that, that was the. That was the trigger for knowing that he touched it. So, And then you run back out, jump in your truck, and yep. take off. Okay. Yep. So as you're speeding down the highway, you turn on the radio and you hear the news report. And they're talking once again about how the search has been called off for the young woman who was reported missing, Tammy Guzman, after her family uh, received a message, a phone message from her, stating that she had run away with her boyfriend, Jesse. Both teenagers are assumed to be in some large city. As both are 18 years old, there will be no further investigation. In other news. What, what, the, what the hell? Sheriff Smith states that dental records have confirmed the identity of the body found badly decomposed above Peg Leg Crossing. The body was identified as runaway Katrina Ivanova. A native of Dallas-Fort Worth, she has been missing from her family for over three years. Bullshit. Let's cut over to the trailer. The door swings in, this ancient wooden door. And just as quickly as the light appeared, it is gone. And what you see inside is a large round room. And there are various bookcases with it seems like random objects stacked on them. There's a large, but like a, like a wardrobe type thing that opens uh, with one of those old like skeleton keys. You see that there is a big oaken desk that seems to be covered in herbs and also it has bottles with different unidentified liquids. And then on the wall, you see that there are, it looks like knitting needles. Various types of knitting needles of varying sizes made of different 
materials, wood, looks like steel, something's like one set is super, super shiny. And then there is a large composite bow (laughs) with arrows, Mm -hmm. a quiver of arrows, about half empty. Okay, so did you try opening the... Is it like one of those things where, you know, you try and open a jar and then someone else comes and does the last bit for you and then yes, the yes, jar glows magically? It's something like that. I tried I tried to touch the door and I could not. There's There was some force repelling me. So how do you feel? Are you Do you feel anything at all? Uh, queasy, I think. Um, a little bit anxious. Uh... Still have pretty good headache going on, um, but uh, I don't feel like enlightened or mostly scared. I think actually. Okay. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. behind the meat. Uh, so the door the door is open, mm-hmm. and uh, Ochos can see everything you just described. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does Ochos still feel that force that you described earlier? It's gone. Oh, so I should add that there are doors in each. Like there are three more doors in this room. Going in off in different directions. Cardinal directions. Cardinal directions. Okay. Forgot to add that to the description. Uh. So as you look in and you sort of ready your, your makwa wheat, as you put your first foot into the room, you hear this loud boom, 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 boom. Cool. Coming from upstairs. Oh, in the, the trailer. Yeah, because Charlie's phone is upstairs charging, so she didn't get Lenore's text either. Great. Um, Does Charlie pee herself? Guy come in. I heard no, I think, yeah, so Charlie's already vomited and passed out in this campaign, <laughs> and I'm trying to decide no more bodily fluids. how many panic reactions <laughs> she can have. Me, it's <laughs> no, it's oh, it's not Jenny. Okay. Oh. Um, oh, uh, that sounds like my door. Charlie, did you, did you call the police or anybody before you came to see me? No, my phone's dead. I haven't been able to call anybody. Are you expecting anyone at all at this hour? No. <laughs> okay. Come with me. Okay. Stay close. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Going back up the stairs. Okay. Weapon ready. Yep. Proceeding with caution. Okay. You open in the door. I'm going to get, we're going to get up into the front of the trailer and uneventful to get there. Mm-hmm. Charlie. Yes. Do not let them know that I am here. Call out as if you would normally. Hello. Who is it? Charlie Larson, we are from the government. (laughs) We have your file. You have made 37 police reports (laughs) regarding abnormal experiences. We will enter and communicate with you. Open the door. Gosh, that well is looking super friendly right now. Charlie Larson, we are from the government. We have your file. Open the door. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes. The keeper was Bernetta McFergus. Lenore Acheson was played by Jasmine McFergus. Charlie Larson was played by Sarah Lawrence. Alejandro Ochoa was played by John Nav Navarrete. Jimmy Bagley was played by Tyler J. McMahon. Please subscribe, like, and share us with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Podcast. That's H-E-X-T podcast, or email us at hexpodcast at gmail.com. Join us in two weeks, and remember, dig deeper.
The truth starts six feet under.